cheers. I don't know if anybody else has cheers drinks. Cheers to 100. But, uh, this is our 100th there episode. There we go. Yeah. Clink, clink, clink. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, welcome to the opposite of important. My name is Lance. Over here we have Joe. And this gentleman drinking his water is Sam. And the lady in the basement. Jamie. Ah, uh-huh. There she is. Lady in the basement. Well, I just wanted to, we've never had this many people we via haven't. Zoom. This so I great. wanted to try this and see. But also, let's be clear. No, we're not keeping anybody in a basement. We're in a basement. Jamie, turn off your mic. Never. Well, we made it this far. This is pretty cool. We did. Yeah. No, I I dig it. It's a grand old time. What's everybody been doing uh, today slash this week? Yeah, I don't I don't even know what day it is. I have way too many appointments to do. Like go on. Okay, so uh, yesterday I had surgery. Right. And then I uh, get a phone call from like my dentist because I have a cavity that need filled. That's on Thursday. And then I realized on Thursday is my next uh, my next uh, cancer scan. So I'm like, crap, that's like the exact same time. And then tomorrow at 8 a.m., I have a guy looking at my washer. So I'm just like, boom, boom. Like, I have to move something around here. But yeah. I thought about getting a guy to look at my washer, but yeah. then I decided to just get a new one. Hey. And it's glorious. That works. That solves problems, <laughs> and I like it. I didn't. This is one of those things that you don't really know until you wait 10 years to buy something. But apparently they make them better. And bigger. Than they used to. And bigger, yeah. Because uh, Becky was worried that I might be picking out one that wasn't as big or whatever as our previous one. But apparently, everyone you can buy is bigger and better than mm-hmm. the previous one. So all right, all it all worked out. Welcome to Domestic Talk. Mm-hmm. Washing machines. Sam, what's been going <laughs> on, my man? Uh, let's see. I've been... Uh, oh, well, today I've just been working... Um, boring i know right but other than that i've i've been having these like weird sleep patterns that have been happening Ah. okay so i'm waking up you know i'm going to bed at the normal time uh for me and then which is like i don't know between 10 and 11 at night it's not bad that's respectable So, so then i'm waking up at like three or four in the morning which is not the normal time to wake up yeah and um i'm not able to like get back to sleep right away like i wake up and then my mind just starts going so then uh i have to get up for a while so i get up and i grab a book or i you know thumb around on my phone for a while and just you know read something or research something and then i go back to sleep and after maybe like an hour and then and i'm in like i sleep hard i'm just like i'm i'm in it like I'm, I'm having like these deep, you know, very vivid dreams and wow. I have great sleep for like the next two or three hours. Okay. And what happened last night was I had a dream, uh, that I was watching an episode of what I thought was called CSI Los Angeles. It's actually okay. NCIS Los Angeles, which I realized after I woke up oh and researched it. But I thought it was in my in my brain, in my dream, CSI Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay? Like, what? So what's happening in this episode, this is the show that has LL Cool J and Chris O'Donnell, right? Right, yeah. Okay. So Which is not episode, not on the air anymore, right? 
or is it? I think Shit that up. one still might be on. I think I remember NCIS, seeing advertisements NCIS for that, so I didn't New know Orleans if it was still happening. Not be on anymore. Okay, so the, tell me the New Orleans. Yeah, I think the New Orleans one is ending because people yeah. were asking Scott Bakula if he's going to do a reboot of Quantum Leap. Oh, That's a whole other discussion. oh boy, uh, yeah. I didn't. And he's know like that. totally on board with it. But anyway, that's getting off the subject of this weird dream <laughs> Just I had. A bit. So what happens is I'm dreaming, and I'm like watching this episode being filmed, and it's Prince guest starring on the episode. Wow! And he's walking around in like something Prince would wear, like he had huge heels on. And, you know, the typical, like, just Prince gear, whatever mm-hmm. he'd be wearing. I mean, it seemed like it was appropriate. I think his pants were lighter colored and he had this, like, blue shirt on that was kind of, you know, had, like, ruffles and shit. And uh, <laughs> he's walking around telling all of these people about, like, the case that they're working on. And he's, like, giving them instruction. And then um, they yell cut or whatever. And then he kind of goes off to the side. And for some reason, then all of a sudden, I'm like across from him in a chair. And yeah. he's got this white baseball cap on. And then we start talking. Like, he's looking me right in the eye. And I'm asking him all these questions about, so how did you get this gig? Like, you are you know, I know you don't act like a lot. I saw you on New Girl once. Oh, yeah. uh, right? And, you know. And then I love how realistic this conversation is. Yeah. And so then I'm like, but <laughs> I'm like, but, uh. Like, tell me how you got into this. And he's like, well, I worked with Regina King, who's an who's an actor, but she doesn't have anything to do with CSI L.A., which is not a real show, by the way. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, well, I hooked up with her and uh, that's how I got into this. And he's like smiling at me and um, like we're engaging. We're about to like talk more. And then all of a sudden, beep, 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 my alarm goes off. (laughs) Oh, no. Wake up. That's hilarious. You got to write that down. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, so you nice. you unknowingly created not only the idea show. the ideal episode for you to watch, but then within that episode you were actually there in person and yes. got to have this conversation. Wow. That's I, pretty impressive. I first of all, I don't remember my I played the song for you, by the way. Thank you. First of all, I very rarely ever remember my dreams, but I I know the exact feeling that you're talking about when something is happening and you, and you don't want it to end. And yeah. and at some point in my life, then you find out uh, and I found out that the dreams typically happen closer to when you're waking up and not like in the middle of the night or or whatever. That's true. And. Uh, and then, yeah, then I became more self-aware of the things that were like, because I would occasionally wake up at like six or whatever and then sleep a few more hours. And then I know that I'm having the dream then as opposed to earlier. And and uh, then you just get so angry <laughs> that you get woken Why? up, <laughs> especially if it's an annoying alarm clock or uh. something like that. Oh, my gosh. So top 10 dreams. Uh. I mean, is it up there? I think I think because Prince was in it, yeah, yeah. right. Like I'm, you pretty much have to. I mean, he sounded like Prince, he looked like Prince. That's um, hilarious. So yeah, I don't know. It was just really bizarre. But see, my my dreams because of this like second portion of sleeping that I've been doing because I've been like waking up in the middle of the night and then going back to sleep. Yeah, my dreams are much more vivid because I'm typically like you. I don't mm-hmm. remember my dreams. Yeah. But then, but re- like recently, my, the second part of the night that I'm sleeping, yeah, the dreams are way more vivid and I remember them a lot more. How are you throughout the rest of the day? Because I have 
an issue if I get a shitty night's sleep, which is most nights because I still have trouble going to bed early and then I have to wake up after about four and a half hours or so to take the kids to school and then I can come back and try to sleep a little bit more. But then like, I don't know if it's because it's intermittent or if I'm just not getting enough sleep in general. And I think at one point in my life, probably during uh, 2020, like during quarantine, when nobody had to go anywhere or do anything, I was able to get like nine and a half hours of sleep and function completely fine throughout the day. But if I'm getting seven or eight hours of sleep, I find myself after six hours just dragging. Like, yeah, that's about it. I'm getting about it six. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. Like man. So I don't know. I don't know. What are you guys like? I guess I'm pretty regular with my sleeping. I go to bed like Sam between ten and eleven, and then I wake up a lot during the night. But I just turn my audiobook at back on, and then I fall back to sleep for no reason. I wake up like you're saying. I wake up for no reason. Yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just wake up in between sleep patterns. I don't know. I, I wake up like two or three times a night sometimes. Oh something like something so frustrated. Well, <laughs> yeah, something has to wake me up. Like yeah. I either got to pee or cats are stupid. Yeah. Or, you know, Leia comes into the bedroom and scares the shit out I'm of like, me. Uh, uh, <laughs> child, what do you need? Uh. Uh, as time has gone on, that happens less because I think that your body and brain just adapt to like children inserting themselves in your like, bed. Uh, <laughs> like, I think what that's do you want? what happens. It doesn't happen as much as it used to. So, yeah. How, how about you, Sam? How does that treat yeah. you? It's it, it's like seven or eight hours of sleep I have to get. And if yeah. I don't, you know, it almost feels, if I don't get enough sleep at night, it almost feels like it feels if I've had like a hangover, mm. quite frankly. You know, like if yeah. I had too much to drink, like the night before or something it, it's like a comparable it's a comparable it feeling. sucks it um, does you get dragged uh, and you get that fatigue like, yeah uh, it's it sucks it's just, just such like, a I'm grumpy all day and i'll probably develop a <laughs> headache later or some shit well it's terrible i i guess what i'm gonna say is that i'm glad that it's not just me because sometimes when you're going through it it feels like you know you're out and about and you see all these people that are just fucking living the dream and I just feel like ass. And I'm like, I want to go home and go to bed. Like, I just, I don't, I think, uh, I don't know if that's a typical thing for this age, you know, damn near 40. And uh, I I was under the impression by the experts, I'm using air quotes here, that you require less sleep as you get older. That's so what I've heard. I, I don't know when that's kicking in. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll form a McDonald's group for coffee at 6 a.m. McDonald's coffee sounds wonderful. Because, you know, we've been up for three hours already. Might as well. That's true. That's true. I would maybe just have people over for coffee. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Like you porch coffee. There's just always that group that always just assembles that old people crowd at a McDonald's. Mm -hmm. It's always like For my uncle, it's Hy-Vee. Yeah, yeah. Really? He goes to Hy-Vee like every morning with his, his group of fellows and they just sit around and drink coffee and have eggs or whatever yeah. now yeah. how however maybe it's about what you do during the day because back when you and i would go and play tennis and you were well aware that i would push it back as far as humanly possible into the actual still morning because i was up doing karaoke at the bar the night before 
So, but then we would go and we would play tennis and then go to someplace like the cafe and get at least two cups of coffee or Americanos or whatever. I miss that coffee. And oh, so good. <laughs> and we'll be back soon. Um, but days like that, when I would get up and go and play tennis for an hour, I was less likely to feel like I was dragging ass mm-hmm. later in the day. That's a technical term dragging that ass. I heard a scientist. So I can say. see a text going on like, Hey, let's do some tennis. Like, okay, bro. Um, how about 1158? <laughs> well, you gotta start, <laughs> you gotta start later <laughs> and work your way. But then what we would run into is that you would get to the cafe so late that then there was no chance of you getting seated within the hour. No. Yeah. Well, the biggest issue is that you don't get to have breakfast. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's because that's when it true. becomes lunch food, then it's like I mean, uh, not that cafe lunch is bad. That's okay, true. I'm not saying that but, at all. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. It's it amazing. switches a gear in your head. Yeah. Breakfast is you know breakfast, breakfast, is breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. Yeah, and their food there, I think, for breakfast is especially good. So it's yeah, I think I, I think it was a negotiation thing. I started like eight thirty, Lance, and he'd be like. <laughs> 10 <laughs> you'd see about 10 o'clock yeah so it was just a negotiation it's like That's 9 30 okay <laughs> like, yeah i think we ultimately settle somewhere around like 9 30 around there 9, 15 something like that uh, but it's a sight to behold and the passers-by are most likely bewildered because i bring a large and in charge boombox from probably mid nineties <laughs> that's playing something like ninety eight three or you know whatever yeah yeah that uh, oh my gosh. stuff that only we want to listen to and it's fantastic like, we're gonna rule this court like. yeah oh god I can't wait anybody else have something that's been going on that they would like to share with the class oh, I Jesus. channeled my inner Becky oh. I feel last week I am when... very curious where this is going. <laughs> I feel like this is something she might do. Yeah. Um, I I was watching my nephew, the three-year-old who was in town. He was in town all last weekend. So Friday morning I took him and we were doing crafts at my house. Like we were taking cards and taking Polaroids and putting them in there and tracing his hand, whatever. But I tried making at-home slime for the very first time. Nice. With and the Elmer's glue and everything. Yes, Elmer's okay. glue. And then it was also like cloud slime. So you added um, shaving cream to make mm-hmm. it a little airier. And I'm just going to say I'm really glad that Damon was having a bit of a moment and he didn't want to help me mix it mm-hmm. because that ended up being way stickier than like I knew it was going to be sticky. But like I had watched a YouTube video on it and like how theirs was coming together and bonding isn't quite how mine ended up coming together and bonding. So it was just a mess and so i'm just like i'm so glad i don't and i ended up spilling on myself which is totally fine because i can handle being covered mm-hmm. in glue but i did not know how he would handle being mm-hmm. covered in glue so it was pretty great but it was fun i have I spent to- no less than three hours total scrubbing kitchen chairs because my children get all of that it, and it's some of its finished slime some of it's Elmer's glue that it, it hasn't been completed. Some of it has glitter mixed yes. into it. And then it hardens to whatever fabric you have. Well, you saw the chairs that we got rid of. And Absolutely. I tried to clean those as much as I could. So this time we made sure that we got something that didn't have little like fibers that stick up. So that way I could just scrub the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. Because I know that my kids are not done doing that stuff. <laughs> I wonder if the shaving cream helps with that. Because so I flat out, I, I dropped the spoon. It got in my hair and it got in my shirt. 
And I like, I, I scrubbed it down a little with a washcloth and soap and water. And then I kind of left it and that did not work on it. But then mm-hmm. once it dried, I was able to just kind of peel it off. So I wonder Ooh, if the shaving yeah. cream alters it enough that it allows you to get it off a little Maybe. Huh. So, honestly, maybe. Honestly, Carol would probably know the answer to that. But uh, right. let's bring her in. I don't know. I know. I is. do not know the answer. <laughs> Bill's know. It's a mess. <laughs> um, on this podcast, for anybody that happens to check in from time to time, you know that we talk about music and movies a lot. What's That's everybody right. been watching lately? Uh, what was it? Uh, George. That's a new thing on Netflix. Of the Jungle. George of the Jungle. No, uh, like was Brendan it? Fraser. Uh, shoot, I don't even remember the name of it. It's like Georgia and uh, Georgia on oh, my mind. Uh, Ginny, maybe. That's it. That's it. Yeah, Ginny and Georgia. Yeah, mm. something like that. Because her name's Virgin. Yeah. Anyway, oh. um, yeah. So that's a great. That's like a ten episode, eight episode thing. That's like almost an hour long. So it's kind of unusual for me to watch something like that that's like an hour long slow burn because my attention span. But yeah, it's a pretty good. You know what? This is what's fun is uh, David Spade has a lot of after shows now on. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm watching this show and later I find that there's like a 35 minute thing with David Spade where he's interviewing the cast and like, what do you think about this character? See, I wonder. I feel like a lot of these. So that gets me going a little bit. A lot of the episodes that he's done. They've got to be pushed on him, yes, right? Because it's a next Netflix deal. Mm-hmm. Because there was the one of these kids in a movie that Kara was into. Yeah, that's right. I forget what the name of it. Well, like to all the boys, something, yeah, like, that, something like that. that I've to loved. all the boys I loved before. Yes. Yeah. So she it. was watching that, and then one day, and I think Joe had just come over. Yes, this probably was because we were <laughs> we were getting ready to record or just finished recording. We went upstairs. And I hear David Spade on the TV. <laughs> and then I see Kara sitting on the couch watching this after party. And I'm, what is happening? Like, why are you <laughs> watching David Spade? <laughs> and, she, and she had no idea that David Spade was even his name. She just watched it because it popped up after her movie <laughs> that she watched. And it was like oh. him and Fortune Femster. Yeah. Femster. That's right. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It's so. just funny, a uh, girl her age watching our generation's comedy of like, wait a minute. What, yes. Do you, do you really know who he is? Like, okay. Do you get it? We'll learn you up a little but, bit. But do you get it? <laughs> do you get you get it? Jamie, what have you been watching? This weekend, I was watching, I finished up WandaVision, which Excellent. I love. But I know the people that some of the people haven't watched it yet, so I don't mm-hmm. want to get into that too much. Right. And then I've also started watching it. Uh, the Great North, which is a cartoon, but it has like Nick Offerman and Will Forte and Jenny Slate Sweet. are the voices. And I don't know. I just really enjoy it. It's about a family that lives in Alaska. Oh, so, I don't know. It's a silly cartoon. I like it. It's easy to just do whatever I want to while it's on. Remind me. I recognize the name. Remind me who Jenny Slate is. She's really attractive. And, anyway. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else she's start. in. <laughs> Because like I know, she's like I mean she's an actress, hair. and I know her for a lot. She's a comedian, and I'm trying to think of what else. Because I know, oh Marcel the Shell, Marcel the Shell. Okay. Oh her. yeah, Marcel okay. the Shell. My God, that's mm-hmm. old for me. Like that's an old reference. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been? But it's fantastic. It is. It is funny. Yeah. I'm still. Uh, I talked to you some time ago about Haven, and I've still been wanting oh, to watch yes. it. I just haven't done it yet. I did a rewatch. Our, I did a partial rewatch of that this past fall. 
I also mentioned to you the other day that I watched Labyrinth for the first time. That's right. Ooh. Yes, I thought that was um, First of all, I'm going to check in with Sam here quick because we are of a similar age. Um, when was the first time you watched The Labyrinth, Sam? I didn't see Labyrinth until later. Yeah, it wasn't like around the time it came out. It came out in 86, I think. Yeah, so um, you did not you did not experience the the universal crush on Jennifer Connelly as a child no not until a beautiful I saw mind. her in um oh what was the first movie i saw her in was it career opportunities oh uh, the one where she gets stuck in the target okay uh, right with yeah. um what with the actor uh, frank whaley i think is in that movie i do not know that man but i believe okay. you um he was in the doors he played one of the one of the doors oh um he was like the guitar player in the doors i frank think that's his whaley. name frank i think it's frank whaley okay well, anyway, clearly he's been in a bunch of stuff. She but, did a uh, bit better than yeah, him. A little bit. A little, little, little more name recognition. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of it as a adult? Um, I, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, I, they, they had right you now until when I watch it. I'm just like, that's, it's just like, it's such a fun movie. And it takes me back to like movies that were like that when yeah. I was a kid. So I really, I really dig, you know, I really dig it for that reason. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm a David Bowie fan too. So, I mean, so of course any, anything with him is, is pretty great. Uh, it's hard. But yeah, ah. it's just, it's just kind of puts me in that, like that mood of like movies, uh, like, um, Oh, you know, uh, never ending story. Oh, for sure. Yes. Um, or, or even maybe, you know, it, it's not quite as, uh, sort of fantasy like, but like flight of the navigator. I mean, it takes me Ooh. back to movies like that, that I watched when I was a kid. Did you ever watch flight of the navigator? Jim? I don't think I did. I probably should. I'm you guys terrible. not familiar with that. Oh, that I don't think I am. I mean, for as much as I was a fan and I can say this because I was a kid at the time. Jennifer Connelly yeah. in The Labyrinth, you had uh, Sarah Jessica Parker mm -hmm. in Flight of the Navigator. Mm. Oh, and okay. that was my first introduction to her. And uh, look oh, where we're at today. We were on like Alyssa Milano in Who's the Boss levels oh. of uh, crushes there. Oh, really? quite, quite good. I don't know. I don't know why. And I'm, I'm not even sure if that was like a movie that showed up on one of the the nighttime, like Sunday night Disney movies or whatever night that they did those. I don't know if you guys remember that, but um, but but the first time I watched that movie, I'm like, eh, who's that? Yeah. And I was like seven. Yeah, man, who's that? <laughs> and then I found out later on in life that Paul Rubens did the voice of the ship, which uh -huh. I had no idea at the time. But then as an adult, you look back and you're like, oh, my God. Pee That's totally Come him. On. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, so your your reactions now as an adult to the labyrinth, what did you think? I liked it. I, like uh, Sam was saying, it just kind of brought me back, even though I didn't watch it as a kid, just being back in like it definitely has a not a dated feeling, but like there's just a quality feeling mm -hmm. of like you just get back in that mindset. And that kind of reminds me the other day we introduced my nephew to the, sh uh, the movie, the chipmunk adventure, which was also an eighties movie. So it's just kind of fun. Just going back to those old movies that are just like kind of tried and true to you. I am not familiar with the chipmunk what? adventure. 
you need to watch it because Alvin and the Chipmunks go on a hot air. Oh, it's them. Race. Okay. Yes. So the, there's a, the there is a chance that I've seen this, but I didn't know the name of it. It's a solid movie. Like it holds up. Like some 80s movies, like if you rewatch them are not great, mm-hmm. I will say. But like Labyrinth. Well, okay. I didn't see Labyrinth as a kid, but it was still enjoyable to watch as an adult. So I'm going to say yeah. that one holds up too. But yeah, my so, sister and I like loved watching it still. Excellent. So when we were backstage for some Judge Story stuff and we would all be talking about the labyrinth and I would always bust out, then forget about the baby. You were like, what are you guys talking about? Very much so. I I think I finally found out. Like I finally, like how you said it, I could, I knew you were quoting something. Right. But I didn't know what. And then I think it might be, we watched it at, it was on at Courtney's birthday party one time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And where they set up like the projector chaos. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. You've seen it, right? Um, it's been a minute. Have we just been talking about this and you have no idea what I'm we're just talking nodding about? and blending in. <laughs> 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 I know of it. I remember parts of it. I forget what I was watching recently, but it was another thing. And I think it was a, a recent release, too. Um, and they've got uh, Space Jam 2 is oh, going to be coming yes. out, which uh those uh those screenshots look amazing i didn't see them uh they look pretty cool i mean it's new looney tunes so it looks but i like the look and there's like a cool the jersey looks kind of neat yeah so i don't know i'm trying to i'm trying not to hate it off the bat like most people do but uh, i'm 95 percent certain that jordan's gonna make an appearance that'd be cool He's got to. Right. Right at the end, he just slaps the ball. He just just shuts him down. Oh, who's the greatest of all time now? (laughs) Do you think Bill Murray will be in it? Oh, he was in the first one for a very little reason. And I loved it. That That would be wonderful. Oh, my God. Murray was the best. Uh, but I think, I think if you're trying to appeal to people that were fans of the first movie, I think it'd be a good oh, idea to put him in it. Then you got to put yeah. Newman in there, too. Because LeBron oh, James, true. I think, is already going to catch some some shit for yeah. doing, you know, a Michael Jordan movie. And yeah. there's already, I mean, out in the sports world, there's, there's already so many all Michael the comparisons between LeBron hmm. and Michael. So <laughs> yeah. I think he would be better served if he just, yeah, if he had a minute. But. Yeah. That'd be cool. Absolutely. But there was another thing that I watched recently with the kids, and it it clearly was a, amazing and blew my mind because I can remember the name of it. Was it Soul? But it, but it was no. no, it wasn't Soul. It <laughs> uh. was it was in the because I still have my mind on Roger Rabbit, uh. and I we went back and we watched Roger Rabbit recently, and there yeah. was also the the prop culture yes. episode that we watched where they uh, it's on Disney Plus, and you can uh, you, it's this dude that uh, is really into movies, and for some reason he just fucking lucked out in life, and it's his job to go and find these things and 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 he works with disney so he has access to the disney warehouses of props but it just made me go back and really appreciate how they did roger rabbit with uh live actors Mm -hmm. and when you see it like there was stuff in that show that i hadn't seen before like when he had roger in the water they had this spout that came out of the water that would spit out the water like when roger came up and he's ringing out his ears and um, and he he spits out the dishwater from the sink. And it was just this thing there. And so then the animators are talking about we had to animate around that and but but make sure that we didn't block where the water was coming out. But Roger's still like moving and doing all this stuff. And it just made me appreciate the way that they they did those movies even mm-hmm. more. But there was something recently 
where I saw that type of animation again. And I have no idea what the fuck it was. Mm. Was it a recent? Yeah, movie? it was. Recent, it was a recent release. Because Space Jam's like the next thing and, that's kind of like that. Was it Tom me. and Jerry? Oh, it was Tom and Jerry. It. You win two points for Jamie. It was Tom and Jerry. <laughs> no wonder why I forgot God, it. That's though. right. That's right. I gotta hit. That I one had to. Up. I had to explain to my kids <laughs> that like, no, no, no. It's fine. Tom and Jerry have never talked. But then they have the other animated animals they, they're fucking talking up a storm in this movie but you still have to rationalize why is the only reason that they don't have tom and jerry talk so that at the end of the movie they can say tom played by tom <laughs> so there's there's no other actor har, har. associated with it it's fucking weird i don't know if you've never heard the voice of a character and it's been around for this long though and then it doesn't match what you would imagine it to yeah. be would it just kind of ruin it for like if snoopy started like legit talking mm. it would not be great i feel like that would make Instead me of, sad wah, 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 wah. like i it, like it his... was like steve buscemi or something what's going on folks <laughs> all right <laughs> That's yeah, cool. I would actually love that. I, but the thing is that in the movie, and good call on figuring out that it was good Tom and Jerry, great. because good I was not going to come up with that on my own. But Sam had you. been waiting that, waiting for that for a long time. Yeah. So then I um I had to get into Joe's HBO Max. Yeah, that's right. Uh, because I steal it from him, and I, like it was a fun watch. But you could, it was painfully obvious that they did most of it within the quarantine. And people were not altogether that comfortable being around other people yet. And I think that uh, now with vaccines and whatever, as time goes on, you're seeing people be willing to get a little bit closer to one another, even if you're all working together every day. But in this one, you can definitely tell that that's the issue. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as the, the, the voice acting is concerned, there's parts in it where Tom, the cat, is singing. And so, like, you can hear a voice, but it doesn't give that person credit for, oh, I don't know. Anyway, right. Roger Rabbit's the best one ever made. And I'm really sad that they didn't make another one. So, so about, what, last week already? Took us a half hour to come up with the name Robert Pattinson for Batman. Oh, yeah. We were just sitting there like, ah. we were do- We were doing a thing for our, for our Patreon God, thing. We had a and, moment. <laughs> um, and we started talking about Batman and I was trying to come up with his name, and then not only could I not come up with it, but then Joe was like, uh, uh, Ben Affleck? <laughs> like, Edward? <laughs> Edward. <laughs> yeah, we came up with Edward. <laughs> like, that's, nope. that's as far as we got. Man. Well, um, we're back from a break, but uh, we have sad news, everybody. Jamie has to leave. No. Jamie has to, she has a dinner, dinner with her family. Yum. Yes. And uh, it's our fault that we're late, so she has to go spend time with them. But I appreciate getting to see you guys today. This is I a appreciate exciting episode. Yes, you're you. on the 100. Thank you. We made it. Yes. We didn't. Uh, we'll we'll do this again with the four of us yeah. here here soon. I don't know if it'll That'd be, be awesome. the next one or what, because there's more stuff that I want to talk to you about. We mm-hmm. didn't really scratch the surface. What's for dinner? Um. Oh, we're getting the restaurant here in Gilbert. Actually. Oh, Ooh. the the burger cook, place, but... the steak. Place? Yes, and I can't remember what it's called. Oh, Open nobody Flame. knows. Open Flame. Oh, that uh, is what it is. 
I, for years when I was a kid, my family would make the, I, and I don't know why, but we would drive past Ames and go to Open Flame and Gilbert. And so I've got memories of being there like high school years. And then on, you know, yeah. when I would come back in college, we would go there and, Hook and, your own uh, Texas toes. well, and my family yeah. would judge me to no end because all I wanted was a hamburger. Hey. And they're like, yes, but they have steaks and they have this. And I said, yeah, but I can't put ketchup and pickles. I know. <laughs> I'm the same way, though. Like, don't waste a good steak on me because I'm yeah. perfectly happy with the hamburger. Yeah. Just I, let me have the hamburger I am and not, the fancy meat. Exactly. I am not going <laughs> to appreciate it as much as you appreciate it. And if I have friends over, I'm more than happy to make a mistake, and I'm more than happy to learn how to make the best steak for them and to season it however they want it. But um, I'm not eating one. <laughs> I'm gonna have two burgers. That's fair. See, <laughs> yeah, just to make up for it. One, one. It's bl- all coming from the same cow. Come on, <laughs> that's true. You know, You're not wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Betsy. All right, we love you. Long time. We love you, yes, Jamie. Love you too. Thank Bye, you Jamie. so much. Bye, Jamie. Good to see you. Yeah. Yes, you too. Bye, Sam. Bye. So, yeah, we watch an oldie sort of TV. I know we're talking about movies, but let's back up the wagon a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Toot, toot. So, uh, (laughs) we, uh, (laughs) I go over to my parents who are having chili, right? And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden on Roku channel, my dad finds the very first episode of 24. Oh. Holy Lord, dude. Like, it was two months after September 11th. Yeah. And everything was like stage lit. That is when they started it. Yeah. It was 2001. So anytime there was like a scene that was like in a living room or a big house, there was no blinds. Everything was like overly lit for yeah. a living room at yeah. night. You know, they had tube TVs. They had the Mac laptops. Dude. They had I, original PlayStation. Dude, <laughs> I loved that show. Sam, did you watch 24? I didn't. Um, no. I wonder, I, watch that show. I don't know if it's too dated now with the flip phones and everything. You know, you got Jack Bauer, Kiefer Sutherland, and uh, Maryland Rice Cub. The Allstate guy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Allstate guy, I forget his name. but Dennis Haysbert. Uh, that's ah. right. Um, I knew it was Dennis, but I didn't know Dennis. the last name. It went till 2015. Um, but he uh, he is is he the president at the beginning? He's or a does senator he become, and he's okay. running. Yeah. So spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> he gets to be the president. <laughs> but it was a phenomenal show. I loved it. And so the, the point of the show was that everything is happening in real time. So you're watching an hour-long show where it starts at this hour and obviously it's it's 24 episodes and um so 24 hours long and it it shows you everything that happens in this ridiculously eventful 24 hour period right. and uh, and you're following Jack Bauer but even in the earlier seasons you're following his his family as well and uh, Alicia Cuthbert was that her name sure that was his daughter and there's some stuff that happens within there i forget the wife's name but um uh, it was a phenomenal show. I just I don't know if it holds up anymore because I think 24 might have been one of those shows that was it started off in full screen and ended up in widescreen. One of those times. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, d- during like mid 2000s, uh, some of those shows just don't hold up mm-hmm. as well. The makeup was definitely like late 90s. Yeah. Where it was like hard eyebrows oh, where's hard. the it was ooh, just i'm gonna you find could see this it. you could just see it like and i don't really... know if that had to do anything with uh you know 
the sign of the times as far as technology because when you translate it to what you're watching it on like a super high definition TV now, yeah, you might be able to see some contrast. But it was like, dude, you guys are obviously wearing like stage makeup. Like yeah. this is what we look like when we do shows. <laughs> like, yeah, we've been watching. We've been watching Supernatural and yes. the last couple of seasons. You hear that? Yeah. The, the last couple seasons, <laughs> yeah. the the makeup has been really noticeable. Like you can tell that oh, they're wow. wearing like a shit ton of makeup now. Like mm-hmm. you can, I mean, they do a lot of face close-ups on that show because they want all the fans to be able to see up close mm-hmm. uh, of Jared uh, and Jensen, the, yeah. the two boys. Um, so you get a lot of close-ups of those boys, and yeah, you can always tell they're wearing. <laughs> you like, can definitely shit tell. ton of makeup, <laughs> right? So it's like, why does why is this makeup so chunky? It's like they got it from you know like. I don't know, like the costume shops. Yeah, <laughs> if, know, for like high definition. If you were to Sam, if yeah. you were gonna, I, I found this. If you were to watch Twenty Four, this yeah. is the sound that you would become so familiar with. <laughs> this was their phone ring. That's right at, at CTU, and it was. It, it, all the time, like when it, and they're they're all in the same building or like Jack's out and about and getting on his cell phone and I don't know fucking Kiefer Sutherland was the best at that shit and then they yeah. brought it back with some other dude and it's not like he was playing the same character but it was they still called it twenty four they should have called it twenty three and a half Mom. because it was not as good <laughs> as its predecessor. But Would you say that that ringtone is comparable to the dum 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 on Seinfeld? You know, Ooh, oh, it's iconic. No, it, it's I mean, I feel like less people probably know it, but um, it's Seinfeld's gonna. Well, twenty four had the bleep beep bleep beep. And oh yeah, well, had yeah, the, yeah. The scroll, and then it'd be twenty four. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Seinfeld. There, I actually saw a thing behind the scenes of Seinfeld that. Uh, this guy who actually did the baseline during the opening when he would do his stand-up act. Ah, shit, stop ah. talking. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. So, yeah, he had to kind of, like, listen to his stand-up and then kind of, like, yeah. There we go. I think it's possible in one of the box sets, Sam, because back when I used to give a shit about buying DVDs, in one of the box sets, it, like, came with a CD with the theme on it i remember because i remember having a physical copy of it and so i could put it in my computer and like use it in like a video editing thing or whatever (laughs) like like you just want to be driving around but this is your windows down (laughs) (laughs) but this is clearly like this is so iconic and even down to the at the end yeah yeah who the fuck made this like it gives no credit (laughs) Does it kick right into, why does anybody want to... Something like that. It should. Oh, my God, it should. Did you ever get a chance to see Jerry Seinfeld live? No. No? Did you care? I don't know how big of a Seinfeld fan you are. I appreciate the show, and I i mean, I haven't watched all the episodes. Right. I've watched... The ones I've watched, I mean, there's plenty that I think are funny, you know? I mean, there's so many talented people on that show, right? Yeah. Not oh, just yeah. Jerry, obviously. I mean, all the ancillary characters and the parents and stuff such a funny show mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i wasn't a huge fan but i think his stand-up's great i mean yeah. i think he's really funny but he's you know he was on Marin, um mm-hmm. and you probably listened to that episode where he talked about like how he's just i, I am, just want to get people to laugh yeah and i don't care about why they laugh i thought <laughs> mm-hmm. that was an interesting philosophy for like yeah. for stand-up comedy yeah but i, I had mean, the chance to go see him that was pretty cool 
And then yeah. my parents saw Where'd him you? twice. It was in Des Moines, actually. So it was back oh, when okay. I was like married at the time. And yeah. it was like the last 20, it was like May 28th or something. It was like the last, the end of May. And uh, it was a two hour show and JB Smoove opened for him. God, he's so fucking funny. And yeah, so he did like 20 <laughs> minutes and then Jerry just comes out and starts doing his bit. Mm-hmm. And about two years later, uh, Jerry came back to Des Moines again, and my parents bought tickets and did it. And they're like, you know, I liked him last time, like uh, a little bit better because mm-hmm. he has the same opening of like, let me tell you how you ca- you got here. About six months ago, you bought tickets, and you're telling your friends you want to see him. You want to go? Are we going? Okay. Right. And now you got to go to dinner, and you got to do this. And you're like, well, the other three aren't going to be there. Come on. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's just so funny, and how people are shifting in their seats. Like, are we standing up? Are we doing all right? Okay, we'll let this person pass. So this is the bit, I believe this is from episode one, part two. The dating world is a world of pressure. Let's face it, a date is a job interview that lasts all night. The only difference between a date and a job interview is not many job interviews. Is there a chance you'll end up naked at the end of it? You know, well, Bill, the boss thinks you're the man for the position. Why don't you strip down and meet some of the people you'll be working with? I swear, I have absolutely no idea what women are thinking. I don't get it, okay? I, I, I admit, I, I'm not getting the signals. I am not getting it. Women, they're, they're so subtle. They're little... Everything they do is subtle. Men are not subtle. We are obvious. Women know what men want. Men know what men want. What do we want? We want women. That's it. There's so many bits that he put out there in the show yeah. that then he would still do on stage yeah. after it was in the show. He did. It yeah. was great. I think I I don't know why I was drawn to him and his stand-up comedy. I mean, obviously I I enjoyed Seinfeld the show, but uh I think I ended up seeing him like four, five times mm-hmm. total wow. live. Yeah. And it worked out because he wasn't very edgy and yeah. he he didn't talk about stuff that a lot of other comedians that I talk about so um you know Becky was on board to go and see him because she doesn't necessarily want to go see a raunchy show you know I think she's more open to it now as yeah. time has gone on but but Seinfeld's just clean and and you know he kind of uh became a parent uh, around the same time that we became parents and but it you know it was much later in life for him. But then we could enjoy the jokes that he had about his kids and his wife and and all of that. Yeah, so. and you know, uh, uh, what when did it go off air? Right, ninety eight. So I would have been like, was it ninety eight? About that time. Yeah. So you know, I was about nine years old and younger. So I remember watching it. I remember being with my parents. My mom just hooting and hollering and oh, yeah. oh, oh my god, you know. And then uh, there wasn't that many. We didn't have cable. Yeah. So that was like our that was our stand up time. Yeah. You know? I mean like I didn't really know. I just knew that, that guy was funny and you could repeat it at school and you could see no, no I saw that last night too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just kinda there wasn't much for comedy. And then we got cable and then Comedy Central came along and then So I think that was Yeah, one Comedy of my, Central changed a lot. Yeah. So I think that was one of my first uh it was precise, it was funny, it was it was family friendly. Yeah, that you can just kind of recite it, and then uh, oh yeah, no, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's he catered to her towards an eight year old, I guess. That's true. Like, <laughs> do, do you have any specific comedians that that you favor more than others? Um, 
one of my favorites that I have seen live is Patton Oswalt. He's fantastic. Oh, dude. Yeah, he's so funny. When I first, um, when Kate and I first, Kate and I first got together, uh, she had been a big fan of his, and I really did not know his comedy. And she started playing some of his routines so for funny. me that were mm-hmm. just on like YouTube or something. Yeah. yeah. And um, I mean. I was convulsing with laughter. Like I was just, I, know. I was just like, he just, he totally slayed me. Like I was just, That's he just great. breaks it down. I love it. Oh my gosh. Just, yeah. Just the way that he words things and, and phrases them and, and tells like such long extended, like mm-hmm. incredible jokes. I just, he's so funny. Um, he's definitely one of my favorites. I had uh, a friend that met him at a convention or a comedy show. I don't know. I think it's maybe a convention. I don't know. Um, yeah. Or I, I want to say it was a comedy show. So let's say that. And then it was like a meet and greet or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he's getting like a, a picture with Patton. So he goes around the table and kind of squats down for the picture. And then he slides over a DVD copy of Blade 3. And then Patton also goes, oh, my God, man. I am sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he still signed it and everything, but it's like, oh, played three. <laughs> My God, <laughs> he, he's like a huge movie buff too. Oh yeah, and I think yeah. yeah, he came out with a book. I forget what it's called, but and, and I never got it. But he came out with a book. Um, yeah, all about I'm going into all this history of movies and stuff. Yeah, he's like a huge, like huge movie fan and can oh, yeah. like spout off all of this like trivia like information like he, he'd be like the type of person for you guys like what you guys talk about on your podcast basically he'd yeah. be like a perfect guest because he has like so much encyclopedic knowledge of like movies and stuff. well Old we will get right on that oh, well yeah I know, I know i know it's coming around 2012 2010 when i was starting to kind of get into podcasts he was almost on every single podcast mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you name it and he had something that he would talk about and did yeah. did you see well first of all did you watch parks and rec I've seen some episodes, but okay. I haven't. I haven't seen all of it. Did you see his Star Wars filibuster? No. I'm. I. I was hoping you would say Ooh. that <laughs> because I've got it right here. Hold on. This is fantastic. You're gonna love it. Allows for a citizen filibuster. If I stand here and refuse to yield my time, you are prohibited from voting on the bill. <clears throat> Let the filibustering begin. As many of you have noted uh, that use the internet, it has been announced that Disney has required the rights to the Star Wars franchise, and in the summer of 2015, we will see the release of Star Wars uh, Episode Seven. Herewith is my proposal for the plot of that movie. Uh, begin with standard uh, title uh, sequence and John Williams fanfare, uh, followed by a scroll to be written. I would like to mention that Brian De Palma wrote the original opening scroll for Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. I think it would be a nice nod uh, to the franchise if he were to write this opening scroll. Then, pan down from the twin sons of Tatooine. Uh, we are now close <laughs> on the mouth of the Sarlacc pit. After a beat, the gloved this goes Mandalorian on, like- armor gauntlet of Boba Fett grabs onto the sand outside the Starlight. It goes on for like nine minutes. And it's this whole thing that he came up with. I just love it. I don't know. If you go onto YouTube, you can watch the the full extended thing. Let me get to the... I'll get to the end here. And uh, at this point, like, everybody's leaving, leaving the room. 
Ghosts in there. We have X-23, uh, which is Wolverine's daughter. And then we have a now mind-controlled Sabretooth. And of course, Wolverine. So imagine those two going up against Robot Chewbacca, because that's going to happen. That is what we're teasing right now. I have literally have no fluid in my mouth. I got to do a Marco Rubio. Can we please cut? <laughs> That's just everybody yeah. on set clapping after. Go, so go and watch it. It's fantastic. I still yeah. like, I'll, have to, I'll have to check it out. I still I, like quote some of his stuff. You know, it's just he's like, fucking funny. He's yeah. a funny guy. Like, man. like you know, when you and relatable. Yeah, is yeah. the biggest thing you because know. he's he's a everyday dude, yeah. and he just happens to have a fantastic sense of humor and great wit and timing. Yeah, because he's like explains stuff in a fun way where it's like. One of the things I like to just kind of replay in my head is like, remember when you turned 50 and you turned 50 and like, here's your robe, here's your crossword puzzle, let's start the death process. <laughs> and now when you turn 50, it's like, here's your mountain bike, let's go, we're going to be active. Like, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> you are not wrong. Then he opened one of his comedy specials. Was like, you know how, like, you know, when you're a kid and you're playing, like, the ground is lava. Okay, the the grass is safe, but you can't go to the sidewalk's lava. And then there's that guy that's kind of walking around, and he's on the he's on the sidewalk. And, no, you're on the sidewalk. That's lava. And you're like, no, I'm just I'm just going to the pool. I'm just going to the pool. <laughs> it doesn't apply to me. That's what? how I feel about all pot laws. It doesn't apply. To me. Now, you guys, was it in 2019? You saw Patton live. When was that? I missed that. Uh, Up in was, Minnesota, right? That's a good was question. it? Yeah, it was 2019. Yes, and it was in, in the Twin Cities. Ah, Excellent. okay. I know he's yep. hit up Des Moines I was before. pretty jealous. Yeah. I was pretty mm-hmm. jealous about that. But then was it would have been after that that he released the special, right? Or was that the year before? Because then he came out with a new special around that. And I know that you and I... Watch that one because that one was yes. on Netflix. Yeah, that's I right. On the yeah, Oval. he did one not long before it, and then he came out with another one like mm. shortly thereafter. Yeah, because yep. the most recent one that I saw, I thought that it took place outside of this. Nobody cares about this, but it was outside of like a makeshift house, and he was you know telling. It was telling like an stories. oval stage, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. was the house one a different one? Uh, it probably was. Nobody. Yeah. The house matter. one is the most recent one. Okay. okay. Maybe it was. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I'm right. Yeah. Yay. I was right. I'm so excited. <laughs> if you had to filibuster and talk about nonsense for X amount of minutes or hours long, what would your topic be, Joe? Probably meeting a plethora of celebrities and how oh, yeah. that came just to talk be. about all of the <laughs> yeah, different like, ones. So then I went that backstage and then like someone tried to like get us to go away, but we just stuck around and then uh, and then later someone was really cool and let us in and then uh, <laughs> then we got pictures and it was really cool. <laughs> and then later that year, <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. Then I met him again in a parking lot of a subway. Yeah, <laughs> Sam, what would your filibuster be? I would pick like a movie plot, you know, like one of my favorite movie plots, and I would just start going through it. Probably, probably that something be... that had sequels, so I could go through the sequels as well. Oh, you know? um, that's a good uh, idea. Or, or I would, or I would pick like a band or something. Like I could, uh, you know, I I could go like, well, I knew so much about like Van Halen. I, I could probably tell you like I could go from the start of their career, and I could talk yeah. you through like all their albums. Uh, some of the recording history, the breakups and everything. Yeah, I could um, I could do that. I like the idea. I'm going to piggyback off of yours, and I'm going to say 
definitely something that's movie related. Like mm-hmm. I could go into yeah. the trilogy of Back to the Future, but then bring you know you, they everybody would get so frustrated because I'd get about like two minutes into saying something, but then I could bring up like an anecdote or or a story about me meeting one of the people from it or something that I heard about Crispin Glover or like he was in this podcast and he said this thing to this person and mm-hmm. and said this about the lawsuit that he had and all of that and yeah you could just keep going on and on forever and then you would have so many digressions about like the music within the like yeah. said movie so then you talk and about then Huey talk Lewis. about Huey Lewis and the news <laughs> and the overture and uh Alan Silvestri yeah. and and uh, yeah that would be fantastic that would be perfect yeah the perfect filibuster the perfect filibuster because I mean in real life the uh typically Republicans uh, if uh, we're being real about it, with the filibuster, they talk about some pretty random fucking shit. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice to have somebody talk about something that at least would get some attention from us. Right. <laughs> that we could be a little bit more appreciative. But let's be fair. If they're leaning right, they're probably not really into yeah. the arts. Or to start reciting all of the uh, <laughs> the non-printed uh Books of Dr. Seuss. No. Oh yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> Wait true. a minute. You Wait. just you just read the books direct. <laughs> um the 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 people on the right, they were not pleased about that, even though I don't think that they really understood what was happening. They found with out it. yeah. I it, like, it, they were telling the story. Maybe they knew what was happening, the 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 people on Fox News. I mean, they had to have known the real story, but the way that they were reporting it to the people that were watching Fox News. Wait for it. Almost. Wait for it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> God. <laughs> the worst. They, they were making it seem like it was this other entity or it was just like... Someone the, was coming like, after them. Like, yeah, like it was just the left that was canceling these books. Mm-hmm. And that's not the thing. That it, that, it, that it was, in fact, like the estate or, the, you know, the, the, the company that is Dr. Seuss mm-hmm. now. And they're yeah. like, no, 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 we're just going to get ahead of this because... Yeah. This these shouldn't be out there. Yeah. They're hurtful. Mm-hmm. And then you watch Fox News and, you know, I was at the gym the other day and there was a I I wish I, I wanted to take a picture of it, but I was running on the treadmill and there was some fucking headline down at the bottom on Fox News. And it was basically I think the gist of it was saying that Democrats were wanting like shitty people to have to stay in America or come to America. And and that was like the the headline. And it's interesting because they had on one TV, just kind of like uh, next to it, but across this walkway, it had MSNBC. And the difference in the headlines that they had scrolling at the bottom or, you know, like the talking points that they're saying in the show, it was fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, people watch this? Yeah. And and don't compare it to anything else. And they think this is real news. Mm-hmm. Like that this is the headline that they're taking away from the day. Like no wonder why they hate everybody on the left. It was fucked up. Right. Anyway, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Seuss. Anyway, the filibuster. <laughs> the filibuster. Whatever. That's right. They're trying to get rid of it, but I don't think yeah. it's going to happen. Boo. Uh, by the way, you're going to be hearing this for the first time. Here we go. Uh, because we are going to get to some news before we have to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's time for the news. <laughs> you like that? That's a hodgepodge right there. Yeah, buddy. Bum, bum. Yeah. McLaughlin Groove. <laughs> With the lines. Bum, bum. 
Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Issue uh, one. So the uh, the first article that I have here for the news, and Sam, if you have any news, please feel free to uh, pipe up and news let us up. know what you heard about. But anyway, there's this article on people, uh, in people, but also on people when oh. you're on your phone, I suppose. In on and a woman right. who was adopted as a child learns biological dad is alleged killer on FBI's most wanted list. Uh-oh. So... <laughs> Um, that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who my dad is, but, uh, so I guess it's possible that same dude, who knows? Uh, Kathy Gilchrist learned that her father, William Bradford Bishop Jr. has been on the lamb. I just, just, I was today years old when I found out that lamb was L-A-M. Well, he's got three names. You know, he's a killer. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they always give they always give your full name. Yeah, like oh. when you're a killer, they always give your full name. I, I guess because you know, like they don't want to confuse it with some other some, dude. Like, if you're if you're Mark David Chapman, or if you're Mark, oh Chapman, right, exactly, you know, that give, would they're be. They're gonna give your middle name. It's less they don't want likely. Else Mark yeah, Chapman. yeah. I was like, uh oh. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he's well. Anyway, he's been on the lam uh, since 1976 for allegedly killing his mother, wife, and sons. So Kathy got the surprise of a lifetime when she began researching the birth of her family and learned that her biological father was once one of the FBI's most wanted fugitives. Not only that, the 63-year-old North Carolina resident learned that the feds are still looking for her birth father. What would you do if you found out (laughs) that your father was, was one... Like, you found out, let's say that he... Uh, or your mom, for that matter, it ended up being a different person in the past, like changed their name mm-hmm. or something like that. And you found out about it and then did a re- did some research into the name and found out uh, wanted for murder. Like, what do yikes. you do? Um, I would tell everyone. I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> did you know? Did you know? Like, if you don't have contact with them, like, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's like, like, because you got you got to think that the 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 spouse has to be in on it. Otherwise, you're opening up a can of worms that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be weird if mom's just finding out about this. Like, what? <laughs> like, my dad well, that was could the be Story City stalker. Exactly. Oh, no. Exactly. Like, that could work. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea who mine is, so anything's possible. Yeah. You're just Anything watching Dateline. Yeah. Lester Holt. What was that like? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. I don't know yeah. what I'd do, I guess, but yeah. Sam, surprise. What do you think about that? I mean, and it I says that she's she's she is sixty three here and just finding this out. But okay, so wait, she's the daughter is sixty three. That's what it says. Finding out that her dad, but her and her dad's still alive. Uh that I don't know. It said, "Is this someone famous?" When Gilchrist learned that her father was a federal fugitive who was wanted for murder, she took the news in stride. Okay. She said, I just laughed. She told WECT, we gave a great, we have a great sense of humor in my adoptive family. And I thought, of course, my father's a murderer. This is not where I thought that this article was going. (laughs) Of course he is. You didn't know. Wow. Oh, my God. Wanted sense. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of saw that, you know, (laughs) now that I think about it, uh, there were a few times he stumbled in late at night with blood all over his shoes. Right. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It all adds up. Yeah, I'm trying to find if he's still alive. Born. Uh, oh, here we go. As for her birth father, 
she believes he may still be alive out there. Mm. So nobody knows if he's dead or alive. Dead or alive. Maybe, so she doesn't you. even know if her dad's still alive. Right? Yeah. yeah. Her biological father, yes. Okay. My birth siblings say, I think she knows and I think she's smiling that we all accepted each other. Hmm. Okay. That's fair. So I feel like she's going to be one of those people with like the Facebook post of like the poster that says, please share this post. And my biological dad was a murderer. If you know anything, <laughs> thousand shares. He must have. <laughs> he probably pulled a Tom Cruise and cocktail. Yeah. And just like <laughs> went to be on an island, started up this little bar on the on the beach and nobody's heard from him since. Yeah. Much like Doug. Yeah. You remember Doug? I remember Doug Bunny. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> Doug was the name of the dude that Tom Cruise was like uh, hanging out with, and okay. he was kind of like a father figure. Uh, Doug Coughlin. Doug, that that's right. I need to watch Coughlin's that rules and his and his red eye. Mm, I need to watch that. <laughs> oh, oh my god, you've, you've never seen Cocktail? cocktail? <sighs> I don't. I've one. seen like parts. So but like it's, the, yeah. the cocktails and dreams sign at the bar will make way more sense to you uh-huh. when you watch Cocktail. Uh-huh. Just so you know. And Sam, you haven't been there. Uh, since we got it, but we have that sign there now. Oh, cocktails and dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna pull up another article here, but wait for it. Wait for it. Oh my gosh, you are sporting. Oh, check it out. Time out. Nice. Does it still fit like a charm? Oh, yeah. Slinging I mean, drinks. Uh, well, put on I, my quarantine weight, but yeah. <sighs> I, is it possible for you to gain weight? I'm not convinced. Yeah. You yeah. look exactly the I same. I can gain weight. Okay. <laughs> I've been, I now that I've been going to the gym for a few weeks, I'm noticing that I'm I'm evening out a little bit, which mm-hmm. is nice, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the news. And we need to talk about Harry and Meghan's explosive Oprah uh, interview. Mama uh, had some words about that. What'd she say? Well, she's like, did you see it? I'm like, no. But then... Uh, She's like, well, apparently, uh, people in the family were given her, uh, given them grief of having a baby that could come out dark, and it was like, oh my gosh! And then they said, like, well, this person won't have like a title for the baby won't have a title. Yeah, you know. And oh, like, that it would not be allowed to be prince. Pretty much, like, yes. or in the family, where it's like, wow, dude, like. What point? Are but we... I'm not sure if that's true. I don't know or not. But like, because that was the big thing that Pierce Morgan was arguing mm-hmm. that that's not true. And so I'm I I have not seen the full thing. So this is all going to be on the surface. <laughs> I have I exactly. I'm on the surface too. It. But it got me thinking. Like at what point in history we got a ways to go? Because it it would be so cool to see like a black king of Britain. You know, and just like. Yeah. It, I don't know, unless that the hierarchy and they're so conservative that they're like, we are, no, no, no. We are many, many, know. many, many generations out from that ever being yeah. a thing. So that kind of crossed my mind. I'm like, geez, they're against that so yeah. quickly and it's 2021. Well, and yeah. I think so. I guess the weird thing is, is that they they felt like they had to come out and say that it wasn't certain people that that made the comment or that potentially said these somewhat racist remarks but they didn't like rule out everybody so it's like oh so it could be some of these it it, what i'm gathering is that it's they would be better off if they would just fucking say who it was Mm -hmm. and you know if you're if you're gonna be on the shit list be completely on the shit list (laughs) and get it out there did you watch any of it sam i didn't you didn't actually no 
Well, and I, I mean, I heard stuff about it, obviously, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't really dig too deeply into it. Other than I saw, you know, Piers Morgan being a jerk about it. I yeah, mean, which was entertaining. Yeah, um, was. I'm always happy to watch Piers Morgan get yelled at by somebody yeah. else. That's fine by me. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. It's always fun to see the heir of the throne, and yeah, you know, it, it, the queen still hanging on after all these years. She's almost a hundred. Yeah, you know, that's pretty impressive. My brother got to see her once like what What? yes uh he went to what was it when he was a junior when the summer when he was a junior about to be a senior in high school uh there was someone that like tours like he knows his way around uh Mm -hmm. uh, europe and so uh he organized like a group he was like a teacher or something like that but he organized a group of people and would have several meetings and like okay well this is how much it's going to cost this is how or it's going to be like i think they went for like two whole weeks and it was like we're going to spend two days in uh italy and then we're going to take an overnight train we're going to spend a couple days in in uh, london then we're going to go over here Uh we're going to go to capri we're going to go to rome it was just all over the place and uh they were in they were in London and they had tickets to my fair lady and they were like watching the show and they were kind of joking of like, you know, this old lady up there. They didn't know who it was yeah. really. And so they were joking like, well, obviously it's a big deal that, you know, the queen's here or whatever, you know? <laughs> and during like intermission, they go get popcorn or whatever. Yeah. And then like the people like working there were just kind of like, they're just like, there was a buzz going on. They're like, this is kind of okay. Something's going on here. And then right before act two started a big spotlight comes up on her and she's like waves like shit that was the queen oh my god and it's like she's right there in the audience wow with everyone so my brother got to see the queen like and this was the time back when like it was like oh oh three yeah so like you couldn't just whip out your phone and take a picture you know oh that's true so he doesn't have any photo of it but you know mom was there and you know it was just like man you would have to whip out an digital camera take a photo yeah it would look like crap in today's you know (laughs) yeah i think she's i think she's pretty like for the most part like she's pretty chill and i think she'll lend herself to like you know she'll go out in public and do do a lot of stuff and i mean she was in um you know she was in the movie uh, naked gun with uh leslie nielsen Ah, yeah i mean she had a guest appearance in that film and then i think she's the opening of the olympics I we don't need to dive into this, I know. but the Naked Gun movies do they still hold up? Oh, man, we just watched them recently. Did you? I, I love so. The, so you I can answer so. this. And do of it. course, I was joking about her actually being in the film. They had an actor that they looked did. just like her. Oh, I, hope that I remember that, that because she's caught in a compromising position in that film. That, there's no way in hell I, re- never I remember that now. I remember that now on the t- on the table. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just watched them recently. Like we watched them one right after another because I think they were on TV. And I was like, I want to watch Naked Gun. And Kate was like, Yeah, I'm down. Let's watch it. Had she we seen it before? It. Uh, I think she had seen parts, but maybe okay. not all of them. I miss uh, the practical jokes, the practical actual oh effects with the juice. Like so, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's so um, weird watching it now. Oh you know, yeah. There's another and Leslie Nielsen. Weird Al's yeah. in everyone. Weird Al. That's right. <laughs> no, they're not clapping for you. Weird Al's on the plane. He's like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Hey. Um, wait, wait, there's one more thing that I want to talk about, and that's gonna lead us to this other thing that I got. Did you get the did you get the text I sent you? Last night, you sent me a thing about the poker on yeah. YouTube. Did did you get the thing I sent you? Oh, you sent me Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Here we go. Podcast talking podcast. Oh, yeah. We're talking podcast. Sam knows this song. Yeah, buddy. Oh, my God. 
Podcast talking podcast. I don't know if you saw this, Sam, but Mark Marin got Eddie Murphy on his podcast. Did not. Yeah, listen to that one. And it's only an hour long, but it's good. And cool. it was it was it was solid. It Marin always does this thing where he talks about the interview a bit before you get to hear it, and it sounded like he was trying to. Like he felt bad for some of the ways that he brought stuff up to Eddie because I think he really respects him and wanted to make sure he put it out there without having to edit the episode. But when I listened back to it, it was like, Mark, you were fine. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't, like, you okay. didn't do anything he wrong. He does that like, a lot. Yeah. Like he's kind of like he's a little insecure about like his interviewing ability and stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. I always think his conversations with everybody are great. No. Mm-hmm. The, and this this one is no exception. So if, you, if you're an Eddie Murphy fan like I am, we talked about this recently, how big of an influence Eddie Murphy was on me and how much I love that guy. And he's he's kind of... You know, he's a little quieter in his interviews and a, a, a bit subdued, but he was willing to give out like details about things. He talks about Richard Pryor and Rodney Dangerfield. He does a Rodney Dangerfield impression. Ooh, it's fucking great. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so worth it. Yeah. 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 I did read an article. I think it was detailing this uh, particular interview and how he uh, he's starting to come back with like better movies because for a while there in like 2010 he talks he about this. Kinda, he talks about know, this. Dolomite was great because he says. Yeah. He says first of all he was on the and I'm I'm not going to spoil all of it, but he talks about that he had just been like on the couch for a while mm-hmm. and and I'm paraphrasing, but he didn't want to be remembered for Pluto Nash. Yeah. So so like, yeah. So he's know. so he said that his plan was to do Dolomite and to do uh, Saturday Night Live and then to do Coming to America, the new one, and then and then up. and then it was stand up. And he said he had stuff booked to go mm-hmm. out there and start working on things. And then coronavirus, yeah, happened. But like, I don't know what that would be like. Eddie coming back. It's gonna be fucking fantastic. Like, he's still. He said he's, that's still the plan. I that's st- what he said. What, what's he gonna talk about? I would be curious as to like his jokes and premises. Yeah, I don't know. Oh my god, it's gonna be nuts. But it would be fun to like. Obviously, we are gonna see him yeah. in, in a form that's like Netflix or something that's it's polished. True. Yeah, but it would be cool to see him like kind of a little bit wonky trying yeah, try yeah. to try to kind of work it and eh, okay you know yeah that's that's the emotions that i God, like i can't wait kind of seeing you i'm know? i it, he was like the first stand-up that i ever watched yeah ever yeah and um yeah like i grew up you know, I, at my grandma's house she had her like cabinet of vhs tapes and back then because we didn't have any money so they were all recorded off of tv but then we would eventually get some that were like from the Walmart or whatever that was over in Iowa Falls. And and uh, we would get a, like official movies. And I remember having 48 hours and then Beverly Hills Cop. And I was just raised on that shit. And as I told you before, I was raised on that before I started watching like Back to the Future and things like that. that's just what I grew up with mm-hmm. that turned this into what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's God, he's so fucking fantastic. Yeah. If you- if you're a kid from like if you're somebody that grew up or was born like in the 90s or something, yeah. you don't you don't understand the level of stardom he was at. Like you know mm-hmm. him for, you know, a lot of his like yeah. family oriented movies. Nutty mm-hmm. Professor, you, that'd be kind of my generation. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. Was right. That the one he was in. Yeah. He wasn't Dr. He, he was Doolittle. In a couple of those. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he was his level of stardom was crazy. He was one of the biggest stars in the world. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, it started with Saturday Night Live when he was basically carrying that show. Yes. Right? Yeah. He was 19 you know, 
And then he and, hosted the show while he was in the cast because he had right. a movie out. <laughs> it's like, yeah. fuck like, you, The Eddie. whole show was about him <laughs> yeah. back then, you know? Fucking um, 19. Yeah. I'm double that. Uh, <laughs> I'm in my basement. Right? I know. It's just like, how much? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But I'm with you, Joe. Like, I would like to see him. Like, if he's going to go back out and do stand-up, I would like to be somebody that gets to go when he's, like, working his stuff out. Yeah. You know, like, just to go to, like, a local comedy club and, like, see him do, like, you God, know, half hour of just stuff he's, like, working through. Yeah. yeah. You know, that he just wants to put in front of an audience. I don't know if he'd ever do anything like that. I don't know. But, like, it'd be so cool to just kind of see him going through the process. Yeah. You know? And, like, that's the thing thing with like uh is he live in new york or la i don't know i guess i think he's uh, out in la okay I but so i could too, be wrong yeah. so i mean like it goes where you go to you know you go to a comedy store whatever yeah. um and then uh you kind of just have a lineup uh-huh. and then you're paying for that but then you get like the you just don't know who's gonna walk in right and that's the cool part is like yeah like uh uh you, you just never know of like shit tonight's eddie oh my god like yeah hey we got yeah. someone that just happened to come in well and that's the thing and is that you won't know like it's not gonna be know. it's not gonna be billed no on on it it's it, like the time at the laugh factory that i was there like it said bob saget like on the thing right. and it said godfrey and uh fucking somebody somebody else that had done like a last comic standing it was it was like season one of that or something but then Nobody knew that Michael Richards was going to be there, but he yeah. just fucking showed up. Like what? And and I I was right there when this happened at like right inside the front door. It was it was me, Becky, like a couple people behind me was that kid um shit break from American Pie. Okay. And and then um fucking uh, Michael Richards just walks up like right in front of me and is talking to the owner of the Laugh Factory right in front of me and saying Hey, I've got uh, some friends of mine. I, I was hoping I could bring them in. Do you mind? And he was like, "Yeah, you can bring them in, but would you do five or whatever? Okay. Would you do a set?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, fine, whatever." Okay. But his set was literally like he went up on stage and just like looked around at people and like made them laugh just by just staring like, at them. I'm Kramer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what he did. He was just, he was just doing that. And yeah. and like at one point, he went and grabbed uh, somebody's drink from the uh from off the stage and took a drink of it and he's like what are you gonna do <laughs> and everybody just fucking started losing their <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> like <it> was- <laughs> god so that's the thing it's like and that was that was before he got in trouble right by the way so like jim gaffigan like he's to a point where he's a big name and he has said i don't bump people like yeah I, I don't go to clubs and just be like hey i want on and then they bump mm-hmm. someone that's been sitting there but- for hours and he calls ahead and it's like, uh, okay, uh, how about this Wednesday? Is there a spot for me this Wednesday? So I'm wondering, I'm wondering how Eddie would do it because he's so big that like, so, I don't know if you'd get offended at being bumped by Eddie. I, <laughs> I know that this won't happen, mm-hmm. but perfect world. What we would need to do, the three of us, we would need to have a week available that we fly out there. We we know the you you find out the main places that he's hitting up to do this. And every night you go just, to the club, just go. <laughs> yeah, and this would be the best time to do it because, as set, like it's spooky. I get it, but wear your mask and it's fine. But you you try to get in there every night, and you just stay there from like nine o'clock to three o'clock, <laughs> and just wait and see who shows up. And that's going to be your best bet with with if you're there every night mm-hmm. at this club. That and and you're probably going to see some crazy shit because, especially right now. 
all of the comics are they're just raring to go. Mm-hmm. Like they want to get out there and they want to get real laughs. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that would be our best bet. So next week, next week, I'm going to talk to my wife. Okay, stimulus uh, money. Exactly. We're going to pool <laughs> yes. it together. We got our Biden money coming yep. <laughs> in. Still doesn't sound right. Still doesn't sound right. As much as I didn't like him, Trump money at least made made sense when it came out of my mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, uh, well, it wasn't his money, but he made sure to sign the check. Right. Gross. <laughs> Did you get a physical check? You got no. one, right? No. I didn't get a physical check. Oh, oh. No, nobody got that? No. no. Well, because that was an actual thing that went out. It was yeah. that it, he put his signature on the thing and or on a letter or something hmm. saying, this is, you got this because of me. Oh, yeah. Vote like, for me I next saw time. That. I got a letter that was like notifying me about it. That's right. Um, yeah. yeah. It was just, no, I just showed up in my, it showed up in my, uh, you know, on my account. Yeah. But there was something about it, like, that said, it said, like, stimulus, and I think it had his name, like, incorporated yeah. in there. So there was something where even if, even if it deposited into your account, his name was, like, you know, mm-hmm. it was attached to it somehow. So. <laughs> Associated. It just felt dirty. I gave you six hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. I know. I was kind of like, I'll just give it back or yeah. you know, <laughs> somebody fair. else. You know. Right. Anybody else want this? It right. stinks. Oh well. Uh, I think we're done. Uh, we made it. Yeah. That's a hundred, yo. I'm gonna. This was a hundred. We this didn't really 100. do anything fancy for yeah, it, but we just had some extra guests. People huh? don't expect uh, well, anything I, fancy from us. Yeah. I appreciate you guys letting me join for well, absolutely. Like, of congratulations. Course. Thanks, you guys man. Is, Guys, the show is great. Well, yeah, now that we're doing the album stuff and and I've got all this figured out, now uh, we can do this more often. And it's nice. Cool. It's it's so nice that with Zoom, there isn't really much of a delay because right. that's the thing that could kill this whole thing with going through the internet. And if there happened to be some sort of delay, mm-hmm. so since we don't have that, this is fucking fantastic. Yeah, this has been great. I'm gonna push this button and we're gonna play us out. Are you ready? Because it's happening. This is it. Look at all this stuff I did. Dude, it's, it's fucking great. fantastic. This is great. All right. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. We will talk to you soon. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. ladies and gentlemen, bye-bye. Bye.